Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hello, hello, hello. What up, bro? You know what I was thinking right before I connected? What were you thinking? I want to quote Alan Arkin in the classic, legendary film, Going in Style. Oh, I thought you were about to say Die Hard, but he's not in that. <laughs> Going in Style, at the end, when he looks out, he plays a miserable curmudgeon, and he goes, you know, I have this very odd feeling. I, 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 I can't quite put my, 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 my finger on it. I haven't felt it in some time, but... I think it might be happiness. Mm. Are, you Are you happy right I, now? Are you happy right now? Yes, it's 75 in LA. Yes. And, and um, the, my cherry blossoms are blooming. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, I got a little pep in my step. That's great. And I was so excited to see you guys. I'm happy to see. Look, I'm always happy to see y'all. You know how it goes. Yes. <laughs> I'm always I'm, happy to see you. I'm just, you know, sometimes we're doing the podcast. I, I, I still get nerves. I'm like, oh, I hope we were funny. I hope I have energy and blah, blah. You know, I still, believe it or not, you might be surprised, listener, to know that I still get a little nervous as we're starting. But today I was walking through my garden and I went, I think I'm happy. <laughs> Joelle, please sorry. turn off Rebels during the show. <laughs> so sorry. That was freaking uh, Ariana Grande. I yes, it was the classic. I was trying to close some apps on my phone. And she started playing. Forever, best album. Forever, best album. 
Am I right? Is that the song? Yes, it's classic. I got it just from that alone. If I had a Peloton, that's what I would be biking to. Yeah, I know. And and guess Cody would be Mm -hmm. like, guess what you're you're riding? Cody would be the leader of the ride talking about, that's right, God is a woman. (laughs) Everybody loves this Cody. I got to get in there. Joelle, when's your birthday? October 1st. You a Libra. I am a Libra. Um. We might, Donald and I might have to give you a Peloton. It's <gasps> all we want. We have a whole spot we'll for see. it. Dan- Daniel's like, my birthday it. has come and gone, and all I got was a motherfucking record. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, but when all I, I got at, was I a Garden at, State I, record. Don't, I want don't a put words in my mouth. Don't put words in my mouth. First of <laughs> all, first of all, I don't ever like seeing Joelle Monique at all melancholic. And she said that I wish I had a Peloton with such a little bit of melancholy in her voice mm. that I was like, how can I rectify that? I'm going to get that hottie a bike. Yes. There it is. Yeah. Did you spend the day, Donald? I did not spend today. I'd spent the day writing a freaking rap. Well, uh, we're going to get to that rap, and I'm very excited to hear it because, well, before we get to everyone, the chatter about how good your rapping is, I got to say the real chatter is everybody flipping out over Richard Kind, which makes me so happy. What a great episode, man. He did such a, he, you know, you get lucky sometimes. You know, we always try to bring in really good guests for you and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you get lucky. I would have never guessed that Richard would have had so much. I know, I know he's a vet, but I would have never guessed that he would have given his knowledge so freely. As he would say, I, I assume this, this, this knowledge is complimentary. I, yeah. I, you know what I he's, mean? Uh, but, he, but, but, he, but it was it just, really... It it was amazing, dude. I listened to it back, and I was just, you know, we always listen back, as you know, to see if we have notes or or it's anything we want to cut or whatever. And I was just driving in my car, and I was cracking up. And then, and then all of a sudden, he dropped some awesome fucking, you know, advice or knowledge. And then, oh my god, I called Bill this morning. I was like, "Have you listened yet?" He goes, "No, my, you know, my ritual. I get in bed with my Beats headphones, so I don't bother Krista, and I listen that night." I'm like, "All right, but dude." You're going to love this. And I go, I can't, I got to tell you what he said. And I told him how he goes, uh, how Richard was like, now I heard there was a podcast and, uh, and I said, and they said, I should call you guys. And I said, don't worry, they'll call. <laughs> and, uh, I just, I've been laughing. I've been smiling all day about Richard Kine going, they'll call. And we did. And, and we, we did. Really did. And, and we, we did. really did. You know, I had a lot of people on my Instagram comments, uh, saying, uh, you know, you guys should keep doing those 0. 0.5 uh, episodes. They're so, um, you know, informative, you know, because we had done the one with Johnny C when we had an episode mix up. And I think that's a really cool thing to fold in um, because people okay. really love it. When you go, Agreed. when you go, you know, every once in a while, we're not going to do an episode. We're going to take, you know, we could do it with so many other guest stars that would, mm-hmm. you know, we could do it with, you know, the thing about Richard, Remember. though, the thing, I mean, not to not to diss anybody else that we do it with. You know, he also just happens to be an amazing storyteller. And, right. uh, you know, not everyone is going to come and bring bring the heat like that. Well, yeah, you know, well, I mean, the, the thing is, he's one of those people that always gives you comedy with his with his storytelling. And that's very important for Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Yeah. We are not a dramatic show. We do not sit here and pretend to be a dramatic show. Right. We so, want to make you smile. So when we have guests like Richard Kind, I definitely agree with you. We should do the point five shows. Yeah, 
It's, I agree it's, with you. It's 100%. like a it's like a deep dive with one person. Yeah, and both gotta, times it both times it's happened by accident where yeah. we were both like, "Oh shit!" They didn't watch the episode. What do we do? Well, I guess we did that with Gabby too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We still talked about the episode yeah. though. Oh, we did talk about the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one's good, and um, I'm excited to talk about it. Should you? Uh, should we? Should we get into it? Should you? Should you count us into America's favorite song? Well, let's start with the recap first. No, we always count in first, Donald. And this one, I need to do the recap first. Real? Oh, there must be a secret thing that I'm not thinking of. All right. Now, everybody loves your rapping. I got a DM from Dr. Dre. Bullshit. And he said, If he you called you, I- it was because of DJ Daniel, not because of No, he, he DM'd me and said, do you know how I can get in touch with Donald Faison? Because <laughs> I'm he putting wants me out on that a- new chronic. I have a new album, and I'd like to, to do a track with Donald and DJ Daniel. He wants me on Chronic 2021? Yes. Are I get on that out Chronic 2021? That'd be dope. By the way, look. That's I'm, a dope name, Chronic 2021. That's yo, a dope I need name. your help, by the way, about you teaching, uh, about learning the running man, because I, I want to learn the running man. I taught my daughter how to do the running man. I could teach you how to do the running can man. You, well, your daughter can dance a lot better than I can, but I would really love you, since you are, I think it's safe to say, one of the great running mans of all time. <laughs> you know who else does an amazing running man? Do you remember the Keenan Thompson sketch? Woo wee! What yeah. up with that? Jason Sudeikis comes in in a red run Adidas suit and does the funniest, <laughs> silliest. I think it's Running Man. It's amazing. I want to do that. Speaking wanna... of Sudeikis, holy cow! Yes, Mazel Tov to our friend Jason Sudeikis yes. for winning the Golden Globe. That was in really a hoodie, exciting. which just made in it like. Peak, so Look, good. There's no way to say uh, I don't give a fuck about awards better than accepting in a tie dye hoodie. <laughs> I really, you got to tip your hat to uh, to that. I I personally would have been in like tails, but uh, <laughs> but it was the middle of the night in England, so we'll give him the tie dye hoodie. But um, I got to tell you, I was just so excited. I was just I, I I you know I know I I try and brag about being a part of that show, but. In all seriousness, when when I was directing it, I I thought it was funny. I I knew Jason was charming as fucking hell, and Bill is Bill. But I had no idea that it would become the huge success it's become. It is that. By the way, that's Apple's first Golden Globe. Wow. Yes, it is. Yeah, very exciting. J- Jason Sudeikis, everybody. And of course, if you're one of the four people that has not watched the show, please check it out. All right, are you ready, Donald? Here we go. JD and Turk, they got beef. Thanks to Julianne and Margulies. I wish it was beef like the feast. Cause we'd all sing along. Yeah, you know the theme song. Elliot's sick of bullshit. They test her at work like a quiz. She becomes a boy cause her patient's a dick. Fake out so dope kinds of so say ish. Jordan's prep talk was a refreshing shift. Todd gets a sex alley yeep in the end. On your favorite sit Kanye, you know we stay friends. Bros before hoes, but love always wins. I learned all of this watching WandaVision. Joel Monique, the recap is complete. Shout out ZB for this beat. You a freak DJ Daniel, hear me? I see how you do. Respect to all of you listeners too. Now back to the show, I was almost so late. After one, two, three, four comes. Here's some stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved it. Hey. <laughs> hey, 
That's amazing. Yo. That's so amazing. God, I, love I, that I one. dude, in your next life, you need to be a rapper. Love that one. Um, you're talented. You're a very talented rapper. Daniel, I hope that your beat can can match the awesomeness dude, of that he, rhyme. He will he will crush that, dude. If he the, the thing is it's at 115 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. So the beat could be like something freaky with that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's the crazy thing. What do you want him to do? Slower? I want him to do whatever he want, whatever he's feeling, man. Yeah, whatever you're feeling, Daniel. Guys, um, so Family Feud got real. It got real, real. It's just so fast. We're taping on uh, when, Joel? March something? The 27th. 27th. I don't know when it airs. Do you know when it airs? No, I don't. But it's the day after our live show. We tape it. Yes. So you have to, well, yeah. Okay. Everyone, we're going to tell you when we know. And we're going on the Drew Barrymore show. Right, so excited up. for you guys. Yeah, we'll Blowing be up, we'll be on, we will have already been on the Drew Barrymore show at this point. Really? So if, when does when does it air? What we record? We record tomorrow. I don't know when it airs actually. So I Joelle, take that back. Can you find out from Danica when it airs? Because yeah, maybe we can tell the fans to 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 TiVo it. Remember TiVo? It was, I oh do. my gosh, I do remember. Remember VHS? I miss the sound effects of TiVo. TiVo. I, don't, I didn't I have what, the sound. I don't know effects. what that. I don't. I, I didn't have TiVo. Oh well, TiVo. I don't know what that 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 artistry of 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 designing merchandises but the the really gratifying audible noises mm-hmm. sound you know, design sound yeah. design for products daniel what is that what is that yeah i mean it's just kind of like foley and sound design are all you know innately part of the design of a product i mean that much is just as important as like for example the headshot noise in something like call of duty or any kind of like video game or any sort of product it's like it's a huge part of the defining the experience is that well, this, sound design this many years later i'm still thinking about how i really enjoyed the sound effects on tivo and yeah. They're gone because, you know, the Apple TV ones or or whatever aren't really gratifying at all. In fact, I finally figured out how to turn off the auto playing of, of the, the show on, on Netflix. You know what I mean? Do you guys have that shit turned on or off? Where it automatically goes into the X When you're flipping yeah. around Netflix. No, no. When you're flipping around Netflix, if it just starts playing the show, the trailer of the show... Oh. Uh, Bro, I like that feature. I know a lot of people don't. I love it. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, Even though I can't think. It's doubly satisfactory because either it's a horrible clip that tells you nothing about the show, which I find to be entertainment in and of itself. I'm like, why did you show us a woman walking through this house for a full minute? What was the point? I don't know anything about her or I why think this because movie is I assume because those trailers aren't specifically cut by anyone. Someone just pulls Clearly a minute not. clip out. I mean No human let, would do this. Let me let me let me rephrase. Sometimes if it's designed for Netflix or whatever, they someone has clearly curated oh it. But other times, yeah, there's just some intern has decided, oh, here's a minute of the show. And it's <laughs> <laughs> And it's and always it, like the 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 last minute of the cre- opening credits. That's all you get to see. You see the opening credits and that's it. For every <laughs> preview of every episode, it's like that's not a preview, that's the opening credits. Well, Dick. I just thought that feature was really annoying. And uh if you're curious, like you can Google how to turn it off. I I, I finally figured it out and it's, it makes my it makes my um, browsing experience more pleasurable, but but still not to the level of those beautiful, gratifying TiVo sound effects. Dude. What, buddy? This is what I... I get it. She fine. She fine as can be, as a matter of fact. Julianne Margulies? Oh, my God. Holy cow, oh. dude. I mean, wow. Respect. Lady. respect. Wow, wow. Respect. Respect. I think at the time, I wasn't even aware... 
I wasn't aware of it either, dude. I mean, I, I was knew, not I mean, aware I was of in it. front of her. She's a beautiful woman, but watching it no. back, she's a knockout. As as a grown man now, as a man <laughs> now, as a man, finally at forty six, I'm a man. Looking back at that, when I watched this, I'm like, oh, it totally makes sense why JD did what he did. Well, you know I mean? no, I mean, in real life, oh, I would never well. do that to you. It's, talk about a heightened reality. I would never. I would never have sex with a woman who's suing you on the table where she was, <laughs> where she was suing you, uh, where the deposition occurred. You oh my God! How fucking funny is you Sam Lord really? You would, okay, let me let's let's rewind this a little bit now. Let's rewind this. <laughs> let's say that the lawyer was very much looked very much like who's like, uh, like Cindy Crawford say, back in the day. Yeah, let's say it was that. You're saying. Yes. That you could be yes. like. Never mind. I would do it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. You have to That's understand. What, there's no height the reality height, here. There's no was, height reality. When I was here. at the height of, uh, when I was at the height of in high school puberty, everything turning on, I was like, it was Stephanie Seymour. You remember Stephanie Seymour? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, I think I told you this story. Did I mention the story about how I that I got the picture with her boobs out from GQ magazine? Cindy Crawford or Stephanie Joel, did I tell this story already? No. <laughs> All right. So so back in the day, GQ magazine would have the occasional taste, Model. tasteful, tasteful, but topless shot. You know, I, I, you know, people don't, may not remember that, but it was always, it wasn't like Playboy, but it was like, it would be like. Stephanie's, How is it a tasteful shot? What is tasteful? It's like Vogue. It means it's art. It's like a statue. I mean, it it's, wasn't like Playboy, like, you know, like Playboy-esque. It was like, you, you know. You mean it but, wasn't like Penthouse. Penthouse no, no, was no. the one where no, buddy. I'm telling you, Playboy is hold on. Playboy, they tried to be artful. Penthouse was no. the spread eagle. Well, all right, but I'm talking about this. Playboy has like the filter on, and she's in a Santa outfit and whatever. This was like you know a black <laughs> and white by a really fancy photographer, like on a beach. Stephanie Seymour, a wholly different thing, a totally different thing. Anyway, my, I found a loophole because obviously I wasn't allowed to have Playboy, but I was allowed to have GQ. Now I didn't give a fuck about GQ. I just knew that occasionally, if you got a good issue. You might see Stephanie Seymour's boobs. <laughs> and I had a, so my parents had gotten divorced and I, um, I had my dad, you know, when the, when the dad, when, when parents get divorced, the de- the parent, the other parent will often like trick out your room or, or, you know, do things to like make you want to go there. So my dad got me a waterbed because as a kid, I really, really wanted a waterbed. <laughs> so I, I, he, he allowed me to hang for some reason. He didn't have any objections. I had my, my black and white topless picture of Stephanie Seymour. And I would just look at it and like gently hump the waterbed. Did you get the waterbed strictly to hump it? Like, no, I just, I, you know, I don't know how you were, but as a, as a, 15-year-old kid, I thought waterbeds were the coolest thing. I mean, this is, you know. So my buddy, my buddy got a waterbed. By the way, we I, by the way, two days into having a waterbed, I was like seasick and like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy got a waterbed for the reason of we thought he was, we were like in our, we had graduated high school, but we weren't out of our parents' house just yet. And his mom allowed him to get a waterbed. Mm-hmm. And then she went out of town. So we were throwing parties at his house and everything like that. And while she was out of town. Uh-huh. And one time the girl I was dating came over and I was like, yo, can we use your waterbed? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> can sure. we use your waterbed? 
I'm going to tell you something right now. Fuck a waterbed, dude. That shit is the worst thing to ever. It's like the, there's nothing fun about sex on a waterbed. No. There's nothing awesome about sex on a waterbed. It's uncomfortable. No. You, you can't ever get good grip. You never get a good grip. I'll tell you. Always, <laughs> you know, what, you. you know, you ever know when the trampoline, you know, when you get a bad bounce on the trampoline yeah, and it yeah. freaking jams you, that yeah. shit happens on a so waterbed you, too, you got dude. A, you got a bad bounce in your thrusting? Yeah, I got a bad <laughs> bounce on the thrust. <laughs> but yeah, I got to tell you, a waterbed was fun for like 48 hours. I thought I was the most, I thought I was the coolest kid in the world. And then my, I remember my stepmother coming in and she was like, why are you frowning? And I was like, don't tell anyone. But I'm seasick. <laughs> <laughs> they had just bought this whole fucking thing and got off. And all I could think about, all I could think about, even at like 15, was how are we going to drain this fucking thing and get it out of here? <laughs> <laughs> the frame is awesome. You could always put another. Ba- yeah, yeah. You you gotta, if you can out, figure you out, a- if you can figure out how to get the water out, you can put a yeah. mattress in the frame, which, yeah. which I eventually did. Because uh, yeah. I felt bad telling my dad because he had, you know, he had treated me to it. But I eventually was like, "This is not. A this good is thing. not. Water beds are a letdown. They are Zach, a huge Zach, letdown." <laughs> Zach quoth Zach Bra. They are a huge letdown, and the waves are real too. Like all of that stuff is. Does like, anyone sell water beds anymore? I mean, this was such a craze back in the day, but uh, you never you never hear about anyone like anytime you see a water bed in in a in a show, it's meant to be a joke. I, I wonder if there's like I wonder how waterbed sales are doing in 2021. But they were sold as like a sex thing, right? Like the motion of the ocean with the waterbed. Like I don't know that it was a, a sold as a sex thing. It was sold as like well, I don't know. I'm sure if you're an adult and you got one, you were thinking about banging on it. <laughs> Do you guys uh, want some crazy waterbed facts? Yes, please. I want to know how much the industry has declined since uh, the <laughs> this 80s. This is according to Purple.com, which is a mattress sales company. Oh, and apparently in the 80s, one in five Americans owned a waterbed. Wow. One in five? Yeah. It was very popular. Yeah. But by the 1990s, uh, the waterbeds had fallen out of popularity because of the maintenance required. But they mm-hmm. can still be found today, mostly online. Oh, they don't yeah. have a specific you number of like, how many people you own put, one. And you, know, you have to have a heater on it because the water, even in, in a, in a warm environment, gets cold. So, so it's also heated. You've got a heated bed. It was, you know, I, I, it's maybe maybe you're not convinced that it's a, a bad idea, but I'm here to tell you that you'll regret it after 24 hours. And Donald's here to tell you that, that it's hard to bang. Unless you like, <laughs> it's really hard to bang on. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> All right, Drew if Barrymore a- uh, airs on the 5th. So, um, yeah, Friday. Mm-hmm. Check us a out. day after this show. So tomorrow. Listen, Drew and I are old friends, and this is going to be so fun because she's just – Drew is as cool as you can imagine she is from all her movies. She's such a sweetheart. She's so just eccentric and fun and silly and like a she's like a kid. And uh and I think we're going to have a lot of fun down. And I'm just so happy we're getting all this uh the podcast is getting all this good attention. Family Feud, lo- Drew Barrymore. A, I can't believe it, man. I would have never guessed that a podcast on iHeartRadio yep. would be so popular that we would have made it all the way to Family Feud. Drew Barrymore comes on CBS. Yeah, CBS. So just if you're listening right now, uh, pause the podcast and um, and mark your, your calendar. CBS on uh, on the 5th, the Drew Barrymore show with Donald like Faison and Zach Braff. I hope she I wears it. our onesie. We've sent her a onesie because she was interested in our merch. And I really hope that she 
how great would it be if Drew came out in the onesie? I'd be, it would make my day. It would make my day to have our faces all over the legendary Drew Barrymore. I mean, I got stories of Drew Barrymore. When I was a kid, man, that was like, that for sure is one of my first crushes. It was like Lisa Turtle from Saved by the Bell, mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore uh, from, oh. like, when she Remember came Drew back- did that movie The Crush? Is that what she did? No, that wasn't. That was Alicia Silverstone. Oh wait, what was the Drew one that where she was like a? Oh, it was like a. She was like a seductress. Poison Ivy? No, maybe that was. I don't know. There was. I don't know Drew, what it was. When Drew became like a woman, she started doing like these sort of. There was one where she was in a trailer park. Like her and her dad moved to a trailer park, and in the, in it, all she does in one scene is she jumps in a pool in an all-black bathing suit. And it's like a freaking, it's not even a, a bikini. It's a bathing suit. And I remember as a kid being like, I want to marry her. I want to yeah. marry her right now. Yeah. I love her. I'd well, not, like only, she- not only is she beautiful, but she's just, God, the, her personality. You might think that, uh, you know, that sort of flower child, silly hippie is like a character that's drew she's so naturally just like high on life and silly and i mean so yeah that combined with her her and just and just and just well not just that also just like her she's so savvy when it comes to the industry she's been in it forever you know and so you know she's produced some really good movies she's produced some good television she has her own talk show now like she can do everything so, exciting. You know. so, and, and she's made the wisest choice she's made in her career, having us on her show. I, you know, I, I'll back I think her producer, I think her producer is going to be like, Drew, you're not going to believe this. I know we just had Spielberg on. I know we just had Tom Cruise on. But the ratings spiked to our all-time high with Donald and Zach. That's what, that I'm, would, cre- that's what that, I'm manifesting on my whiteboard. Put it on the whiteboard. Put it on the whiteboard. <laughs> um, all right. Should we get into the show, my friend? Let's get into the show. Pancake first of face. all, shout out. First of all, let's shout out Joe Polito. For, he's on the show. Yeah, and I don't know why Joe Polito isn't uh, uh, credited because I looked for him on uh, Scrubs Wiki and he's not on there. But but uh, he's hilarious. What a funny funny man. The late great Joe Polito, man. Oh, I didn't know he passed. When did he die? Like 2015 or 16. Oh, I really really liked him. I put him. I I, I made a pilot for Fox that didn't go with my brother and. I gave him. A, I asked him to come in and do a one scene, really funny part, and he didn't pause for a second, and he was fucking hilarious and just a good, good, good guy. Yeah, he was. I did a movie with him called Venus in Vegas, and we hung out on set a lot because we had scenes together. And he expressed how he really liked Scrubs, and I remember saying to Randall, "I think we should get Joe Polito on the show." And then, like two oh. weeks later, Joe Polito was on the show. Oh, you're the one who made it happen. I don't know if I'm the one who made it happen, but I remember him express, you know, expressing to me how much he loved Scrubs, and I was like, "Well, let's get you on the show." And they, and I, I believe he knew Bill before this. He had to have known Bill before this, Bill and Randall, because like that, he was on the show. So yeah, you know. well, he's you know, we, you know, we use the term character actor. I guess it usually means someone who's so distinctly a personality that they they often play that distinct personality. I guess. And, and and I think he would be characterized as one of those and uh, just a, a legendary journeyman actor that is, that was in 9,000 things. And just every so time, much. every time he did a part, he just showed up and stole the scene. Yeah. And he's great. This whole shtick with Sarah is so funny how she creates this fake 
Elliot Reed. And uh, yeah. that's really, and then the janitor eventually comes in as Dr. Elliot Reed. But we'll right. get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll I'm get jumping there. ahead. So we open with Pancake Face. That People love Pancake Face. I didn't remember Pancake Face. Really? I've seen like GIFs of it and stuff. I'd never, I, you know, so when I, when I did, my, only, I knowledge like, of, my only knowledge of Scrubs uh, this many years later is the GIFs that I see everywhere. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm, I'm waiting for the one where we're rubbing each other's, like, oh, I love that one. Nestling in each that other's. That used to be my go to. That used to yeah. be my go to. It's obviously later. It's obvious that it's later because you have a full beard when we're doing it. So yeah, there's a season where I show up and I, and I have a beard and everyone makes fun of it. Like, Cause I was so, right. I, w- I was like, I was like, let's shake it up. In this season, I have a beard. <laughs> you, did it for a you know, after you do a show for nine years, you're like, what can we do differently? <laughs> let's, let's, a beard? Yeah. What? I, got, I, I got a crazy idea. What if my character has a beard? But then you had to have the beard everywhere you went for like a full year. You had a beard. I liked the beard, especially when it was brown back in the day. Now it's like, it, it, you know, my beard, your beard's still black. My, my beard looks so gray. I, I, I feel like 10 years older if I grow my Dude, you are so much in, you're in better shape than you were back then. So I know that's true. You you would look you look like a silver fox with your beard now. Oh, you should let the, let the let the gray I'll tell you come a funny out. story. I, I had this audition. I don't know if I told you the story, but I had this audition uh, where I wanted to have the beard and look younger. And so I was like, you know, when you're on a set, the makeup artist, it's very hard to dye a, a beard, but the makeup artist will take like a mascara brush and a little bit of this paint and little by little they paint it out. But I had this audition and I didn't have a makeup artist or or the makeup that they that she or he would use. So I went and got just for men um, hair hair dye. Right, this is so embarrassing. And and uh, I didn't really know how to do it. I just other than the obvious. So I get it. And my beard wasn't that long. It wasn't as long as yours is now. Well, I put it on, and they say leave it on for this amount of time, and then shower off. So I come out of the shower, and I'm like, oh no, my whole skin. Forget the hair. All of all of the skin is dyed black. It looked pretty thick, huh? It Dude, thick. it looked like it looked horrible, and it was. And then I frantically started googling, "How do you get hair dye off your skin? How do you home, do it? hashtag home remedy?" And um, <laughs> it was this crazy concoction of like baking soda, dish soap. And something else, I forgot. And you scrub that, and maybe hydrogen peroxide or something, I forgot. But you scrub that shit. I eventually got it off. And it looked horrible. But uh, did, I, did it was worth it. I did not get the part. They probably were watching the audition going, why the fuck does the character have a horribly dyed beard? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, bud. I put, I put it all on. Guys, I got to uh, close my door and pee, so I need 30 seconds. Okay, Donald, you want to go to break? We'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress. 
And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RealFriends. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. All right, should we begin the show, Donald? We were into the show. We, this is like the third time getting back into the show. All right, sorry. I'm excited about the show because I laughed okay. a lot. Let's talk about Turk loving BBW. That fantasy was so. Oh, sorry, it's not a fantasy. That's no, real talk. But 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 this is one of those things where like it crosses the line because yes, it's funny that the 
she pushed you into the mattress. But it's it's a fantasy in the sense that you're full it, on like pushed down into the yeah, mattress. It's like a cartoon yes. cutout in the mattress, yes. and yeah. I'm stuck in it. Yes. So this is one of those moments where Bill is riding the line of what's fantasy and what's real. But I fucking laugh my ass off. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you're. What do you say when she gets off of you and you say something like? We're all God's say? children in the dark. We're all God's. No, you say that to us. But what do you say when she rolls off of you? You say something like, "Yeah, baby." Something yeah, like that. <laughs> buddy. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. No, or yeah. something like she was like, "Was it good for you?" And you're like, "I don't know. I forgot what you said." I don't remember what I said either. Oh, here it is. You go. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, but wait, you jumped a lot of stuff. Um, I did. Yeah. Oh, the, the marathon death race in the cold open. I forgot ma- about that. The marathon. Now, it's a callback to the pilot when Sarah and I are racing each other, and I have the, the water thing, and I splash it on my face. Oh, man, I missed a bunch of stuff. I missed you getting spanked by Carla. Wait, wait, missed- wait, wait. Let's just talk about the stuntmen. These guys okay. did such a good – first of all, Chris Koch directed this episode. Great job. And, you know, it just goes to show you that when you watch a sequence – in a, in a film or TV show, and you yourself go, wow, that was awesome. It's, it's, it's a combination of a lot of people, cinematographer, editor, director, of course. But when I watched this, this sequence with everyone running to try and get to the patient first, I had to stop and go, who directed this episode? This is so well done. And it was Chris, Chris Koch, who was, was a really, really great um, director and was one of our favorites, because um, that was just excellently done. Yeah, you know, He's has he directed movies at all? Does he direct movies? I think he has done a few features, but he's a huge, very respected, very hard to get TV TV comedy director. And he's did he he didn't start with us, but he kind of worked started you know cultivating his art form with us kind of. Yeah, I mean, he was working. um, He was Joel. Will you look up some of his biggest credits? And and he might. I'm sure he's got nominations too. He was working, Donald, I remember, and I think that, like, as we were kind of, you know, getting our stride and he, he was kind of having a moment, I remember thinking, like, this isn't just one of a random director. This is, like, a hot TV director. Like, you know, like we felt with Buckland or or Spiller. We, there were certain guys and gals, Gail Mancuso, that were, like, you know, they were the they were the cool kids of the moment. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, he, yeah, he did, you know, he did a guy thing. He did a snow day. Directed a lot of the middle, a lot of us. Did know. he direct that 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 movie, Snow Days? Snow Day, he directed it. That's the, the one with version. The oh. two thousand version. Oh, I'm maybe thinking of a different movie. Which one are you thinking of? Wasn't there a movie with um the Show Me the Money actor? What's his name? Cuba Good Snow. Oh, that's Dogs. Snow Dogs. You think it's Snow Dogs? You think it's Snow Dogs? Snow Dogs. That's um, a, also good movie. Really? I never saw Snow Dogs. So here's the thing, man. Everybody thought Snow Dogs was going to suck, and it turned out to be pretty dope, dude. Well, I'm sure if you have kids, it's probably great to watch with kids. Oh, How about when Juliana Margulies throws me out of the car, and I go, so that's a no one cuddling? (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. So were you guys banging in the car, and then she throws you out? Yeah, I'm assuming we were – it seems like we were fucking while driving. Right and uh, and and I don't know how that would work because she was driving right and she tosses and you I've, out and I have no my pants are around my ankles so I'm somehow having sex with her while she's driving. <laughs> well, you can, I mean it's possible. Well, I could have been been 
been doing other things, but it's funnier to think if it was actual sex. sex. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the idea of it. Also, being... if I was doing other things, why would my pants be around my ankles? So um, all I know I like... is she skids out, throws me out of the car. I land in my boxers in front of my job. Right. I land in my boxers. I don't think I have a shirt on. And I go, so that's a no on cuddling? <laughs> now, wait a second. What was JD using Vagisil for? Why does JD use Vagisil on his body? And by the way, why does Sarah say you smell like Vagisil? Yeah. I... <laughs> Which would imply that Elliot has a deep relationship with Vagisil. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. I don't know. But JD, who's a doctor, by the way, a very skilled doctor, we've learned after four years, <laughs> decides to put Vagisil on his sore muscles. <laughs> I don't understand the meaning. What is the point of doing it? It's the it? cheapest, stupidest joke, but you know what? I giggled. I laughed at it too. Um, um, what about, wait, wait, wait. What about when we go, um, what about that whole um, thing, the sequence where uh, Judy says, I, I still have nightmares about you two getting married or something like that. Go, where do we go? Yeah, where do we go? <laughs> and you go, you go Aspen. And I go, ooh, I hope it's summer. I'm not that big a skier. <laughs> That shit's hilarious. I laughed oh, really hard. Oh, Where do we too. go? Aspen. Oh, I hope Ooh. it's summer. <laughs> oh, I hope it's summer. I'm not that good a skier. I like I trail off like that. I'm not that good a skier. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet Aspen's lovely in the summer. I've never been. Oh, man. Well, I listen, I went to uh, Whistler in the summer where Sarah shot... Uh, that movie, wherever Sarah was talking about, Whistler and the was it? I it, they, it wasn't snowing. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and it didn't get dark until like ten o'clock at night. It seemed like. Do you not have you never skied? No, I don't. I don't. I don't do uh, snow sports. I think it would be fun to ski with you. You know why? No, 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 no. Because yeah, we you finally know have a sport that I'm a smidgen better than you at, and then you you take one <laughs> lesson and then be slaloming. Here was here's what I. What I would like to do, I like things like sledding and stuff like that. Skiing, not so much. Snowboarding, I, I not so much. I submit that you don't like it because you're so used to being the best athlete in the group. If there's something you don't know how to do, you're like, I don't like that. Listen, I am far from the best athlete in the group. Yes, you are. You're the fucking well, best athlete the, in the group. And maybe group not. That, maybe you're in groups where you're not, but in every group I'm, I'm in, a lot in of groups where I'm not the best athlete. Bro, I've athlete. never been in a circle of people where you weren't the best athlete. Okay, fine. I'll take. I'll accept that. Received and accepted. My point is, listen, I don't do well in cold weather at all. Mm. I remember. I, I. 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 I just don't. Two. The fear of getting stranded in, on a mountain scares the shit well, out of you're me. You're going to be on a bunny slope oh, when you're learning. You go to a resort and you, you'll get hot cocoa. It's and so then you fun. ride up. It's like 15. It's not even that high. By the way, you'd be, like, just... yeah, you'd be on the bunny slope and you wouldn't be getting lost in the woods. And anyway, it, the, the one, skiing is so fun, but it's also the whole atmosphere of the fireplaces and the hot tubs. In the, the ski the... movies, you never see black people. Joel, when did you learn to ski? Are you from yeah. Chicago? I guess they ski in Chicago. Is that what they all do? Well, Michigan is right there, and they've got all the little slopes. 
You know, they're not big, but they you can definitely ski down them, and it's a lot of fun. And my mother so was skiing, like, from when she was in, I think, like, high school, grade school, whole family school. You could literally take, like, Donald, you're so athletic that you'd, you'd go out with a pro, and, like, after two hours, you'd be fine on, like, the, the simple slopes and, and love it. I just worry about breaking something. Yeah, well, that's that's different. And... That's different. And pizza, french fries, these resort hills, I promise you. Nothing. Yeah. You can eat and then, anything. uh. And then, uh, and then it's so fun. Then you get a drink and you get in the hot tub and it's awesome. All right. Let's talk more about the television show Scrubs. Um, Flop sweat. Ted banging his head on the table. This okay. Is, I mean, that is just Sam Lloyd hitting that table. That, and he did it. Thunderous applause, Dan. Thunderous and he applause. did it. And he did it, too. This is he the stunt it. that Bill was talking about where they – where he made this happen over and over and over again. Yeah. And they were like, do you want a pad? Like this was, this was, this was, I want Bill to tell the story. Can we ask Bill to tell the story? Yes, again? go ahead. Ask Bill. Bill, will you please tell the flop sweat story? The Sam Lloyd flop sweat story once hitting, again. Hitting the table. Tell us, tell us about this. It's one of the funniest physical comedy beats in, in, in four seasons. And I mean, Sam executed it so flawlessly what do you remember about that moment? And was that planned or did you guys come up with that on the, or I guess I was in the room. Did, did we all come up with that on the day? I just know that Sam sold the shit out of that. And it, it looks so like fun. he hits his head. It looks like he bangs his head very hard on that. Well, table. I think he bangs it, but he must be, I'm guessing he must, in order to fuck himself up, he must be bracing with one hand and hitting hard with the, I don't, I, I don't know exactly know how he does it, but it's amazing. Amazing. Because he had to do that over and over again, and if he was really hitting the table hard, he would have fucked up his face. But I think he he sells the shit out of it. That's all I'm going to say. Also, looks, the, the, the cut of his hand sliding helps, but I mean, yeah. the dude did the fucking stunt, and it's hilarious. Absolutely. Hey, guys. Welcome to my podcast uh, within my other podcast. Um, Richard Kine episode was funny, man. Uh, they'll call. Uh, I am aware, yes. Um Sam Lloyd, ah, talking about him, man. It hurts my heart. I miss that guy. So funny and so talented. Um, now, here's the issue. What we wanted Sam to do, uh, you know, was kind of have his hand slide and hit something there. And there, we weren't really prepped for any kind of big stunt. And so there's nothing to, no way to fake it. You know, we were thinking about, could we shoot it backwards? Do we, because um, we didn't want to cut away. And Sam was like, I'm just going to go for it. And I think it is one of the best pratfalls of all time. Not just because of how hard he slams his head for real on the table, but because then when he comes back up, he kind of has dead eyes. You know what I mean? And, and you can see that his bell's rung before he just kind of slides off. And neither Donald nor Ken really reacts. It's just one of the all-time best uh, pieces of physical comedy I've ever been involved in. Um, Sam, we miss you. We love you. Oh, miss you guys. Love you guys. Bye. There was a commercial that had a similar gag and I would laugh every time I saw it. I don't know that commercial. A guy, a guy, um, hitting his head on, on a table. It's just amazing how the right timing in a physical comedy joke is the difference between going, huh? And a full laugh out loud. And the timing <laughs> is so perfect at this that you fucking, I wrote, I, you know, I, I wrote LOL. I laughed out loud. It was so funny. I have a question. So after this, when Turk says to Richard Kind's character, you know, you think I'm a bad 
surgeon. He's like, I don't think you're a bad surgeon. I think you're a great surgeon. As a matter of fact, I have a circumcision coming up. Not for yeah. me. Not for whatever it's for. I've been talking to my rabbi about, his, about getting circumcised, you know, for the ladies. Okay, I have to ask a question. Does he expect Turk to cut his penis for him? Yes, I think that for some reason, I think it's safe to assume that uh, Harvey Corman, Richard Kind, is uh, a Jewish man. And for some reason, he has not been circumcised. <laughs> and so he's, yes, he's... he's he, he How thinks... is that possible? How is that possible, first of all? Well, Do you not know all... any Jewish men that aren't circumcised? I don't, but you know, circumcision with a lot of people is a giant conversation and falling out of... Uh, uh, societal norms in a, in a lot of ways. It's become quite controversial. Um, so I'm sure there are some parents who are Jewish and not religious who were like, I'm not fucking doing that to my kid. Um, so yeah, I guess we, we assume that his parents decided not to circumcise him. Or, f or for all I know, he's maybe the character isn't Jewish. He just seems so like cartoonishly Jewish New Yorker, but you and you and uh, Juliana Margulies, you guys got kind of close making this show. Do you have was this was this it? Were you single at the time? Was she single at the time? Like you guys, I'm not saying you got like your heat seems very real in a comedy way, but I don't know. It just I don't I don't I don't I don't know. It just I remember watching this and being like, damn, okay, Zach, I see you. Are you, you asking guys... if we smashed, Donald? No, I'm not asking you if you <laughs> smashed. That is not. That is not what I'm asking. That would not be but in a gentlemanly question. No, it would not. But in the first episode, you guys tongue kissed. In this episode, you guys are always, you know, <laughs> no, you guys I got a we little heat going. My point is you guys got a little heat going on. We had here. good chemistry. Yeah. No, I think we were both seeing other people at the time. So there was no uh, after hours hanky panky. But I really uh, enjoyed her. And I did think that we had good chemistry. And, and she's really cool. We had I had dinner with her and, and a couple other people um, one time, and she's she's a she's a really cool chick, phenomenal actress. I, Do you remember she you turned know, down like the most at the time she turned down like the most insane paycheck ever on yeah, ER because ER. she was yeah. over it. You know, she but she went on to do The Good Wife, and no, you know she's, she's had an amazing career. But I mean, most actors wouldn't walk away have the strength to walk away from what she walked away from on ER. Like they, she would have been the she would have been the most paid person on television they threw at the time. her like i don't know joel can you look up what it was it was something it was insane. something like 27 million and it was season, something insane something like 27 yeah. million for four years or something no and for one was, year 27 million for one year joel's gonna look it up all i remember is that everyone in the industry was like holy shit she's actually i mean good for her she's turning it down to go do what she really wants to do she can't be bought everybody else was like i'm available right <laughs> well, and, and but, but that's when ER started changing its cast, really. You know what I mean? Right. After that, everything started to change with well, the Well, that's show. what Bill, you know, I think what Bill aspired to do, we, I, we never even talked about this, but I think what he aspired to do with the ninth season of Scrubs was say, no, this isn't Scrubs anymore. This is Scrubs Med School, quote unquote, or whatever. And then hopefully be able to keep it going like Grey's Anatomy and, and ER have done by rotating in new cast members. Um, you know, and it was a valiant effort that didn't really take off. But that was his, that was his, that's what he aspired to do. I, Julie, I, 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 I thought that would have been a, I thought, listen, I, I, I have yet to watch season nine since we shot it. So I don't know what, I'm very excited to get there and see what it's going to be like. Uh, 
but so far, I don't know if you could replace Turk JD Elliott. So far, Turk no, JD Elliott, Carla though. Cox. Yeah, it was just all the magic. Of, I, I, it's yeah. funny though. It is interesting to note that a show like both ER and Grey's Anatomy. I mean, I, I'm I, for, coincidentally, perhaps they're both hospital shows. I don't know, but they've been able to to do it. Now, I don't know if a comedy has ever successfully done that. Can you can you think of one like altering the cast? Joelle, you're a pop culture expert. A We're like just a completely the... new cast was. Well, there were overlaps, obviously, with you and Sarah. Okay. But, but I would I mean... say Saved by the Bell is the closest thing where literally the kids graduated and a new class would come in. Mm. And they did that quite a few times, actually. Okay. And then what about, did Facts of Life have new girls? Facts of Life did the exact same thing. They had new girls also. Yeah. But, and they, not only did they have new, not only did they have, like, Mrs. Garrett left and there was a new caretaker. Mrs. Garrett got her own show. Oh, sorry. Mrs. Garrett left different strokes to get her own show. Right. But then she leaves, she left Facts of Life too. She wasn't on Facts of Life very long either. Somebody else came in on Facts of Life. Oh, really? I like the Mrs. Garrett years. Well, those are the those are the those are the best years. By the way, I but saw I, on, on the internet the other day there was an episode. Uh, I never, I, I I remember this, but there was an episode of Facts of Life where a young prostitute tries to lure Tootie to become a prostitute. Do you remember that? Gotta watch that episode. Now. I've never seen it. How did that happen? How did? <laughs> well, because you know, Facts of was Life was Tootie? always trying. Facts of Life was, and you know, all those shows, you know, you know, some more than others, obviously, but some were trying to take on big social issues of the time. And, and in a dramatic way. And I just, and I don't even remember this episode, but I saw someone was like, you know, you see shit on the, on the internet and they're like, is it just me? Or was there really an episode where, where a young prostitute tried to lure Tootie into prostitution? And I assume it was an episode on like, you know, um, you know, you know, you know, young girls being forced into prostitution and trying to have a public service announcement. But it's pretty surreal to think that they try to recruit our Tootie. There's a time you got to grow and show you're growing now. You know about yeah. facts of life. When the, the boys who used to hate you date, 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 I guess you must you investigate. investigate. <laughs> $27 million a season is what she was offered. 20, told you. Oh, you don't thank forget you, Joel. That, that was fast. That was fast. Season three, episode 18 of Facts of Life called The Runaway. <laughs> if you are, if you think I'm lying... Joelle found it for you. Go find that episode. Tootie. Tootie's not even in high school yet by this point. She's not even in high school yet. I don't even know what happened. I just know that Tootie, Tootie runs away. and um, and I and know it, what happens. What happens? She goes Go. on an unsupervised trip to New York to see a Broadway show. Oh, that'll, get, that'll, get, that'll turn you to prostitution every time. <laughs> <laughs> she probably got off at Port Authority. Yeah. Think how many parents were like, see, that's what happens when you go to see Broadway. <laughs> oh my god sorry what's this what's the plot line no, it's okay so her parents refused to give her permission so she sneaks out to travel to the city on her own playing to meet her classmates at the theater unfortunately the show they wanted to see is sold out and the other girls wander off leaving tootie by herself in Times square at a coffee shop after her wallet and coat are stolen on the subway platform <laughs> We gotta do a rewatch of this episode. When only. the world never seems to believe, yeah, the world was not living up, up to Tootie's dreams. dreams. <laughs> um, um, Suddenly, you find Donald. Let's do a rewatch. Life. Let's do a rewatch episode of just the episode where Tootie, Tootie's lured into prostitution. I would love to watch that episode. <laughs> okay.
Joel, you know, but we joke around, but you know, <laughs> you know, this is a serious subject in America oh, right come now. Come on, of course right it now. is. Okay, but I'm we can laugh saying. about Tootie. Joel, aren't we allowed to laugh about Tootie? <laughs> Listen, we can always laugh at a good 80s sitcom. <laughs> okay. Thank <laughs> They're you. They're incredibly laughable. I have to check in with Joel if we're allowed to laugh about an 80s oh, sitcom boy. episode. We are. <laughs> All right, we have the, is the caller here, uh, my yeah, friend? Yeah, we, we'll go to break. We'll go to break, and when we come back, we're going to have a caller. We'll be, we'll be right back with the caller. Bye. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. And we're back. We are Bidak. I got to give you guys one recommendation because I like to give you my weekly um, thing that uh, Flo and I found on TV. And 
There's a show on HBO Max called The Bridge. It's a reality competition where the contestants have to build a bridge of that's a, that's like 400 feet long in order to get the prize. And they're on huh. an island and they have no skill sets for building a bridge. <laughs> and it's amazing. I'm telling you, it's better. It's a reality show, but it's better than like a network reality show because it's HBO. Dude, okay. So they like did a great job with it. Go ahead. Do they build the bridge by the end of the, you probably said this and I wasn't paying attention. Is it one episode to build a bridge? No, it's the whole, the, the whole, the whole season, which I think is 10 or 12 oh. episodes. Well, because there's all sorts of shit. I, without spoilers, I'm going to tell you, they do shit like they'll, they, these people all have to get along and they have, it's not like any of them are engineers. You know, there's some books. They have they have a shack that they all live in collectively, one big bunkhouse. And there's some books on bridge building, but that's it. And obviously no internet, no nothing. They have to cook their own food. They have to survive on the island. But also to get the $100,000 prize money, they have to figure out how to build a bridge. And then they do this shady shit where they're like, they'll pick people off and be like, you can leave now for $10,000. And then the person will get off and they'll be like, they'll get on the boat, like, fuck it, I'm out of here. And then they'll be like, privately to that person, they'll be like, you can only have the $10,000 if you destroy 100 feet of the bridge's progress. And they have to sit there and go, am I going to fuck over all these people and take my 10 grand or? Fuck that bridge, yo. <laughs> fuck that bridge, yo. Wow. I was so like, okay. you, oh, no, you go straight with James so on that bridge. You go Straight Rick James on that bridge. Fuck yo bridge. <laughs> Fuck yo bridge. I'm telling you, it is so entertaining. I'm recommending it to all my family and friends, and all of you, my friends. It's mm. so entertaining. I, you know when you know when the show's over and you're like, we've got no more. That's how we felt. It was so good. Okay. Um, and That's of course, they do feel. all that reality show heartwarming stuff where you just right, start right. crying. That's too. how I'm gonna feel on Friday. Why? He's a finale WandaVision. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't like that. I got to say, don't hate me, but I, the second they, this last episode where there was no more TV spoofing and just full-on superhero shit, I was like, huh. Eh. Well, that's because you can't recognize the Easter eggs now. The Easter eggs are all still there. You just got to see it. I know, but I, th I found what was so fun about the show was the, the incredibly out-of-the-box TV spoofing. And now that that was gone, sorry, spoilers. I was a little like, oh, it's you didn't a like normal superhero you didn't, thing. You didn't like the way they explained it. You didn't like any of that. Well, no, because it's not what he came here for. But I think that's right. what the genius of the show is. Like, yeah, you got exactly here. what was being delivered, right? No, I mean, like in that Disney has found a way to be like they tapped into so many people who are like, I'll never watch a Marvel movie. I don't right. care about superheroes, but I really like this show. But now you could just walk away from it and be like, wow. That was like a good, what, six episodes you got with right. like stuff. And right, then we but, can go. But, and now this next part will lead me into the next like superhero part that I right, love. Right. Right. But I feel but like it no doesn't humor. like. All the humor. All the humor and cheeky wink, wink cleverness was gone. Well, yeah. Now it was, I mean, now yes, was, now it was just superheroes fighting. Well, no, there, now it was there, a woman there, managing I mean, a her group. There hasn't, there hasn't been a superhero <laughs> fight yet. There hasn't. Oh, you're hating. There hasn't been a superhero fight yet. You guys missed it. I was doing my visual throwing, throwing lightning bolts face. Sex, which hands are perfect. It's just which is amazing. He's throwing magic at us. Yeah. yeah. If you guys fucking want to see my witch hands, I'll bring them to the live show. Great. Should we uh, bring the guest in? Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, bring bring it, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are wild. Say hi to Daniel Gordani. 
Oh, give it up for Daniel Gordani! Hi. Hi, Daniel. Daniel, Daniel Hi. Gordani. Welcome to the program. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. He's got his whiteboard in the background. You got a big whiteboard there. You got tats. You, you know, usually we, we we assess the background to see what your interests are. So far, we just know whiteboards and tattoos. <laughs> yeah, those are mainly my interests. Actually, so <laughs> those are my well, two hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> um, where are where you, calling you calling from? from? I'm actually calling from Sweden. Oh, tuck tuck. Nice. Yeah, tak tak. <laughs> I see what other no. Sweden I know. I know. Um, isn't cutie Sutnus? Yeah, actually, yeah. it is. Yeah. Hi, hey, Great. Sutnus. <laughs> yeah. And you guys well. repeat everything twice. There's a lot of like, hi, hi. Yeah, exactly. It's quite <laughs> annoying. <laughs> I love it. I've been to Stockholm a few times, and, and it's yeah. such an amazing city. I love it there. Yeah, unfortunately, it's cold and dark every single hour of the day. Right. So this is the season when you guys are in like full darkness, right? Yeah. I've seen the sun twice this year. So wait, brief. explain really? to people like this me year. who don't explain to our oh, listeners. Shit. Explain to our listeners how long does the period go where it's just always dark? Well, it differs, but nowadays it seems like it's dark from early on in November to late on in February, early March. Then there's some glimpse of the sun. Uh, the summers are quite nice, actually. And then in the summers, the sun never goes away, right? Yeah, exactly. But since I live by the coast, it rains almost all the time. So oh. the weather's not that great. I got to tell you, if the sun never came out, I would fucking go shining on. I, I couldn't live there. Yeah. I would I would fucking I saw... be like all work, no no play. Make <laughs> Zach, it's all boy. Exactly. When I was a kid, I saw a movie. It was a short. And it was about this group of kids who lived in the future when the sun and the sun never came out. It came out maybe once every year. And it was time for the sun to come out, and they locked this girl in the closet. And the only way she could see the sun, the light creeps in from outside and through and under the closet door for the little bit of time. And she tries to touch the sun with her hands, you know, on the floor, the light with her hands on the floor. I imagine that's how it is for you, huh, Daniel? Yeah, exactly. Spot on. <laughs> you are starving for some light right now, for some sunlight. Yeah. You know, how's, Daniel, the, how Daniel, does, how's the vitamin D in Sweden? It's like about this much. Daniel, you probably have to take a vitamin D uh, supplement. That's right. Yep. We're, we're diagnosing you with that from fake doctors, real friends. You're welcome. Appreciate yeah, you're it. welcome. By the way, Daniel, you could get one of those lights, you know, the seasonal affective disorder lights. Do you have one of those? You probably order some. I I'm telling you, I really, I don't know if it's a placebo or not. Again, I'm a fake doctor, but I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I, I got one of those when I was in, I was doing a play in London and it was like raining nonstop and gray. And I was just like, oh no. And so I bought one of those lights and I don't know if I, I maybe this is a placebo. I think there's some science to back it up, but I would just sit by it in my dressing room and it, it made me feel better. That's so that's what I would, that's what I recommend to you. Thanks. Uh, do you have a question for us, my friend? Yes, I actually have prepared two questions. Good. Um, so my first one, that's about scrubs. Um, and mainly the, season, the scrub is based on nine seasons. Um, so my question is to, you, to you is, if you could change one thing about the series uh, throughout any season, what would that be in terms of plot, storytelling, something about your, uh, your character? What would you I would change... I would have made it so that Turk and Carla get together season three or four. And for one, two, and three, Turk dates every actress in Hollywood that comes on the show. <laughs> like JD. 
like JD did. Yeah. That's how I would change it. Yeah. Halle Berry, Lord Voorhees. This week, Hunt uh, Regina Scrubs, King. <laughs> like, the list just goes on and on. Uh, you know, it, it just goes on. Um, so what do I, what do I, what I want to change? Um, I think it would have been great. You know, I, I haven't thought of this question ever. So kudos to you for a good question. I think I, think I could. That we, it would have been interesting to see JD actually face more heartbreak. You know, he's sort of bizarrely this Casanova who's, you know, I know that he's silly and funny and he's a doctor. So, you know, he's a decent and he's got a big heart. So he's a good catch. But, you know, he did a lot of the um, dating and breaking up. And I think it would have been interesting to see him get his heart crushed. I mean, obviously, there's a little bit with Elliot and and uh, and and the different men that she has. But he always seems kind of okay with it. And I think that heartbreak we've all been through. We've all been on the side of it like, oh, you don't want to get out of bed. You're fucking in pain. And and some people get super depressed until they pull out of it. And I don't think that's anything we ever really covered that would have been good to cover because I think it's super relatable. And um, and I think Bill would have written it really, really well. Like when you're really, really, really suffering from from heartbreak. Nice. I agree. I actually would like to see JD get struggle more than he did in the series throughout yeah. his professional life or personal life. I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, and, it, and it could have been, the, obviously, we would have been Bill's mastery of making it dramatic and then funny. But, you know, I just think it's a, it's, it's just a, you know, it's such a human thing to go through that, that a breakup and a painful one. And, um, and I just feel like JD was almost Teflon in a way. He he never really, you know, he never really got too down ever about any of these women. Now, clearly part of the story is that none of them matter to him as much as Elliot. But even with Elliot, you know, he's like fine with her, you know. I mean, he yeah. makes jokes about it, like nobody cares, Sean. But he but you know, he's relatively fine with her dating. I, I don't know. That's just what came to my mind. I think I think that's all gonna change when we that when we get later on, I think uh, Keith and uh, Sean definitely. Uh, I know, but there's never a moment, dude, where he's like, you know, like, like, like we've all been like truly like depressed and, and bummed out and like, I'm never going to find the other, anyone else, you know? Well, he's the narrator of the show. It'd be really, I think it would be tough for anybody to watch the show if the well, narrator I'm, of the show Of course there'd be around. humor mixed in, bro. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, Daniel. Someone disagrees okay. with my suggestion. Daniel just wanted to see your ass suffer. He's like, I just wanted JD <laughs> yes. to suffer, dude. Daniel's like, why like... was there no S and M uh, scene where JD's tortured? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Daniel, those Swedes—they're crazy. All right, Daniel, go ahead. Another one. Another question. Yes. So, unfortunately, money ruins runs the world nowadays. So, my question is to you: What would you do with unlimited funds? Meaning, what would you do with unlimited resources? Us as people, or on the show? Yeah, us as people. What us would Donald people. do with unlimited resources? He'd have like a fucking. Oh he first of all, he would with have his unlimited own golf course. No, with unlimited resources, I try and give back to the earth first, right? Try and give back to society first. If you have unlimited resources. What are you talking right? about? <laughs> oh, give back to the earth? No, I he doesn't yeah. want to hear about your fucking philanthropy. He's playing a game <laughs> with you. Like, if you had endless amount of money, what would you do with your life? Yes, we know that you'd be charitable. Oh, okay. So, and then after I Yes, after charitable. you've saved the world. <laughs> Go ahead. I would build a giant biodome. Oh. And I would 
and I like would, the, like the movie. Yeah, but it would be gigantic, hmm. like okay. huge, like huge, and I'd build anything and everything I wanted in it, and I would isolate myself from the rest of the world. Because in a few years, global warming's gonna take over, and we're all gonna be underwater anyway. But my biodome. <laughs> no, your bi- so your biodome be waterproof. I take it, like you, absolutely. You, when the sea level rises, my, right? My biodome would then become Atlantis. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. Got it. Wow, I don't know if I can top a, a gargantuan biodome. Um, that becomes Atlantis, it's, especially if I can't use all of this money for philanthropy. I'd get one no, because I could solve all of that. With one stroke of the pen. The game is not fun if you're like, I'd give it all to charity. No, the game is like, what would you fucking daydream in your brain if you were Elon Musk or I would Bill build Gates? a biodome slash arc. Okay. That arc. When the oh, end so of the, the biodome <laughs> the biodome is, is able to float when the sea levels rise. No, no, not just float. It also can submerge. Oh, submerge. <laughs> <laughs> and not only can it submerge, but it can also fly at some point it can hover in the sky like the avengers helipad i similarly similarly i believe if i'm not mistaken larry ellison who founded oracle has like the biggest ultra mega yacht in the world and it's got like submarines and helicopter pads and like you know the most badass yacht in the world like your own i would love to have that i'll take that yeah, if you could survive the wave, you know what I mean. I'll come if visit you, su- you in your in your underwater biodome. Yeah, on my if you yacht. could survive, I'll take the my wave. submarine down to your fucking biodome. It's the way. It's either going to be wave or a heat or heat, one or the other, or ice. Wave, heat, or ice. What's another way the Earth can end? We're going through plague right now. Lava, famine. That's heat, F- famine. Yeah. Um. You know, you know what else is happening nowadays is that the birth rate is going down. Yes, I saw the, that. You remember? No when one's we were, fucking. No one's fucking. Remember when we were too when depressed? Our to parents fuck. were kids. <laughs> when our parents were kids, they were so worried about the Earth and the future being apocalyptic because we would have so much, so many people. We'd be overpopulated. That didn't happen. Well, I mean, I think the population is still. Um, yes, Daniel had to pull his mic close. Hold on, we're I, not let, even. Wait, let Daniel school you because population is a problem. Hold on, hold on. We're not even. We're not even doubling our. So, like, if a fam- if a household is two people, one person is being produced out of that household. Whereas back in the 1950s. Five, but that people. might just be North America. I, I don't think that's globally. I think globally, I'm talking about. I'm talking about America. Yes, I don't know, Daniel. Will you will you educate us? Why uh, why why is the declining what I think is American birth rate a problem? If if overpopulation is such a concern globally, uh, I think it's. I mean, it's too. All right, to be honest with you, I don't have a spectacular answer here. If you don't but, know, don't answer. But I just thought you might know because you're so knowledgeable. Okay, that's very kind of you. I mean, like... Do I honor you, sir? You certainly do honor <laughs> oh, me. Boy. I mean, overall, I mean, overpopulation is already an issue. We're already taking more from the earth than we're putting back at all. Whether that's a climate thing that we try and fix or environmental Paris Climate Accord kind of issue that we can approach together, we are still overfishing our oceans we're still like you know we are eliminating the bee population we are ruining our opportunities to create more food for the amount of people we have on the earth already 
I think the decline killing the rainforest, rainforest all gone. There's so many. There's a lot of problems right now. I, I think. I think the over. I think the you know, we don't want a children of men situation where we stop having babies so much that we don't have any. We don't have a next generation anymore. But that's right. not necessarily because of like a disease. It's a million things. It's like a money issue. It's a. It's a. No, but why this is my this is my dumb question that I'm sure, sure someone sure. listening knows the answer to and is screaming at their phone. And I'm sorry, I don't know the answer, <laughs> but. Why, if overpopulation is such a big deal, why is our birth rate in the U.S. going down a bad thing? I got that. If we can look to uh, Japan, who has last generation saw a large decline in babies, um, you then have an older population without mm. a younger population to support them. I see. So yeah. you have and like they're not paying of, into the system. Right, right. And then, but then you also have, well, there's less workers, right? So we've developed a system that requires X amount of workers to reduce X amount of dollars to keep our economy going. And we have less workers and an aging population that cannot be supported. That yeah, causes a lot of issues for the economy. Mm. All right. Go ahead and put it. That's, a, that's, that's the best way right. to put it. Joel, you saw the well, same news Joelle, thing I that I saw you this morning. Because your answer was oh, so much you. more lucid than Daniel's. And, uh... <laughs> I'm going to cut mine and I'll just put Joel's. <laughs> no, don't cut yours. I think the audience needs to see that you can be foiled. <laughs> I, mean, I certainly don't know everything. That's why oh, I, I mean, often say throw to Joel. It's bullshit. If you if you edit the show, you can be like, I don't like the way I sounded there. I'm taking no, that out. I'll keep no. Daniel, do you ever Daniel, do you ever go back and like re-record a more articulate answer? Never, that would be fun. Never, Hell never. yeah, he does. Hell no, yeah, no, yes, he, he does. does. If I was in charge, I definitely would. Oh I my would. god. If I, I was if I I'd be like, wait, I don't like what I said. Let me yeah, yeah, you know Daniel. Look, you know Daniel's keep... up late one night, like pulling bong and being like, let me rewrite that answer. I got too many beats to make for Donald to worry about re-saying something I said on the show. All right, listen, it's time for Sweden's favorite segment, Daniel. It's time to fix your life. Thank you. All right, how can we help your life? We cannot bring the sun to you. I'm sorry. I did did already fix your life. I did already fix your life by telling you to buy one of those seasonal affective disorder lamps on Amazon. We'll do. Go ahead. Uh, So this is a more advice, my life. Um, as Joel might know, I'm a medical student. Um, so that means I'm about to become a doctor in two Congratulations. years. Congratulations! But growing up, being a doctor wasn't my main goal. I actually started thinking about a more universal idea of healthcare. I've been traveling a lot during my short period of lifetime, and I've seen many poverty around the world. And unfortunately, in, well, in Sweden, we have free universal healthcare, so that's quite nice. For us, yeah. but mostly in anywhere you go, there isn't. And just basic healthcare isn't provided to most of children, adults, and like many people around the world. And that's a huge problem. And mostly, unfortunately, people are capitalizing on this. And um, that's a huge bummer. So I came up with uh, a plan or an idea to start my own organization, quite similar to. Doctors Without Borders, but in a more modern, nuanced way, uh, focusing on these basic primary care, not like because Doctors Without Borders are mostly specialized care in traumatized areas. Mm. So, my idea for my organization or the charity organization I want to de- develop is a more a healthcare center throughout these U developed countries, which is more focused on developing or offering 
free healthcare in the most basic ways and being supported by mostly by medical students because throughout my education as I have observed that many med students are eager to go out to the world to help people and that's very hard to do nowadays of course because of the pandemic but before also because it's very strictly regulated you can't really go anywhere to help people in a way you can as a medical student as you're um, as you can because of this hard strict regulation and the short periods that you can go um, for example in the summers there's many, very few programs that let you go in the summer to like volunteer somewhere and um so you're saying you want to develop a charity he, he wants to yeah he wants to get where he med wants to students get way more involved yeah when yeah. med students are off for example the summer and they have yeah. and they have they have a lot of knowledge and a lot of drive and a lot of motivation and they want to go help people um but there's no system that allows them to do that is what you're saying exactly because it's a win-win situation because medical students in the in the late years are very competent actually yeah. Mm -hmm. Very competent, especially especially for these basic health. Yeah, you're not talking about doing surgery. You're talking about no, basic exactly. healthcare. Yeah, because it's a trend nowadays to help people. Everyone wants to go to a poverty country and help people to volunteer. It's it's more starting to act like a trend by the youth, and that's like a win-win situation for people. Also, wants to boost their resumes for the future and to go yeah. to volunteer. Like this is also a huge boost to getting jobs in the future. So it's like a win-win situation. But all this kind of structuring and organization that takes money and money yeah. doesn't come for free it's so I, do you have a plan in play i mean um it seems to me again this is an area i know nothing about but that if you you're very articulate if you can if you can really refine the plan and 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 and, and then put up a a website that will articulate the plan you, you can start to build momentum and, and get your message out there and and once it seems legit and you can prove that it's legit that will attract potential um, charitable donations. Yeah, exactly. So the idea is like to develop healthcare centers that are placed throughout the world in places that are needed, this basic care of help. And then to start up with some kind of donation model that I've been thinking about and writing down, of course, uh, to help the foundation going by getting voluntarily donations from the people um, so my, my advice that I need from you is how do I get started? Because I'm just an ordinary guy from a small country in Sweden. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't have these kind of resources that I can contact like a public figure to get help or to get clout or to get like my name dropped or the organization to help. The first, thing that, the first thing that comes to my mind, if, if, you were, if you were sitting next to me and you're my friend and you're like, got any ideas, kind of like you are, I would say that you're very articulate and passionate about this. I would make, uh, I would first of all, create a website and, and, and you can do that, you know, very inexpensively. And then I would make a really concise video, like maybe a two minute pitch max, where you explain this. Uh, and you can have a friend, if you have a friend who's good at video editing or, or you know, you can find someone who can help you cut it together and, and really just right to the lens, like explain your pitch. And, you know, I'm starting from scratch, but I'm passionate about this. Please like and share, you know, maybe make an Instagram account about it because that's where everybody is these days. And that will help to get, you know, you know, like anybody, everything, if, if something's intriguing enough, it will go, it can, it can catch momentum. Uh, Joelle, when you do this, if and when you do this, Joelle will put us, uh, will get us the video and we'll blast it out on our social media. That, that's a start. 
But I think that you are so sincere, and I think that people will really respond to your message. You're saying, like, this is the idea, especially if you're enrolling people and saying, I'm just starting. I need your help, and this is what you can do. If you have no money, share this with your friends. If you got five bucks, put it towards this. If you've got a hundred grand, call me. <laughs> you know, but whatever. <laughs> you do something charming and 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 enrolling that will get people, especially your fellow med students who are going to be yeah. interested in this. They'll start sharing it and 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 telling other people about it. Start with your community. So, like, if you've absolutely, got, if you've got six great med school friends, like. Start with that. That's only going to grow from there because when you start, when you like make this legitimate by, by really thinking it out, making, making a website where everything is super lucid and super clear, like it's impossible to misunderstand, you know, simple is better with the video shorter is better. If you can do your pitch in, in, in one minute, great. Like make it so clear that no one could misunderstand it and then give them an action. The action is... If you can't afford to, to donate, to, if you yeah, call to action. If you can't afford to donate, I I plead with you to help spread the word. Share this with all your friends. If you can donate, you know you'll have to set up a way for people to to donate to the foundation. You know all that stuff, which is way beyond my pay grade. But that's another thing I would do: get someone involved who knows how to build foundations. They might not even be a med school student. They might yeah, just exactly. be someone who's passionate about about doing charitable work. Mm-hmm. And, and and team up with that person so you can handle the the doctor aspect of it and be the face of it and be the person who's enrolling people, but also someone with an expertise in building a, a charitable foundation could really help you. And get you a good lawyer also at the end of the day, because you're dealing with something that is, uh, that is, uh, you know, uh, healthcare, healthcare, all types of services. When it comes to health services, eventually something will go wrong. You need somebody to watch your back. You well, I mean? I'm not even. I, I of course, eventually you need that. But I'm saying, like, you'll need a lawyer to navigate all the laws that you'll be having to navigate. That too. Yeah, yeah. That too. But you're also going to need a lawyer to. I mean, who knows how? Who knows what? Uh, come what legal issues will come up ahead when right. you're starting something so. Uh, when you're starting an initiative like this. Yeah. yeah. The good news is you'll have some time because, uh, you know, because of the pandemic, I think, you know, you'll have, you can use this year as a building year because I don't yeah. think, I mean, as far as I can tell, no one's going to be able to really be going to random countries uh, this year. No, exactly. Um, but, but you could think of this as, oh my God, this is my, this is a sign from the universe. This is the building year. And then in 2022, we're going to fucking explode this thing. You know? Yeah. I always thought it like that. But if and I'm look, you got a whiteboard right behind you. You, you can write the, this all over. I was going to say, you got the board this behind you. This is mind map. Wait, yeah. mind map. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. 
And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval to Terms apply. And also, what's really moving to me is that you live in a country where all your healthcare is taken care of, right? You don't, you don't ever, you don't. Would anyone in Sweden, would a citizen of Sweden ever pay for? You know, I'm sure cosmetic shit aside, for a not for a non-cosmetic anything medical, would they pay for anything? Basically, no. Um, the healthcare is really easy, very easy, accessible, and also free. Um, that made me like open my eyes because I'm very, very fortunate to be here. Yeah. It also, it really thinks I shouldn't be here at all. But I mean, when I go like three hours south, I see people that are living in the street and not able to die by basic infections that could be solved by a two-year medical student that could just give them something. It's so amazing so, because you know one of the things that's moving to me is that you're you're saying, I'm so blessed to live in this country where healthcare is so figured out that you just, no matter who you are, you don't pay a dime. And I want to take my knowledge and go help people that aren't in the system. That You're a really good human being. It just seems to me that basic healthcare should be a human right, not just a citizen right. Here, it seems here. so wrong that it should be like a political debate where we I should agree. have healthcare or not. It should be a 
basic human right. Right. I agree. You know, uh, in, in this country, if you me. really, in this country, even if you have great insurance, um, uh, if something tragic happens to you, you'll 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 go broke. Yeah. So in that sense, I would just ask, if I may, if Joel could post my email address uh, at your links. So if yes. anyone listening to this is interesting or are engaged in this as I am, could, I need all the help I can. I can't do yes. this alone. <laughs> so that's great. Um, Joel will um, put your email in the show comments, right? Mm -hmm. In the show notes, yeah. And make yes. sure it's an email that's not your personal one because you might yeah. be getting dick pics and we don't want that for you. You're too good. I want no dick pics. And just to declare, no... it's not for financial gain. So it's just yeah. for charity. Well, we, I'll, I'll, yeah. He's not that's trying fair. to make a dime. You've heard his pitch. He's just starting. If you're a med student and you like what he's saying, email him. If you're a philanthropist and you like what he's saying, get in touch with him. If you're Thank super you. rich and you're like, I want to help this kid. He's the fucking future. Then email him. But, um, but dude, uh, really, really amazing work. And please keep us updated because when you do have some of this up and running, uh, Donald and I will both blast it out on our, on our Instagrams and, and that'll at least uh, help appreciate as well. It. it will be my year to work on. So, yes. of course, I will reach out. Right All right. Well, we can't say you're welcome to you. We can say thank you to you. Right? <laughs> thank you. Ladies um, and gentlemen, give it up for Daniel Gordetti. <laughs> all right thanks man thank you for coming on the show and good luck in, in your project thank you thank you for having me Bye, thank you daniel. daniel bye what a guy all right wow dude wow 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 and ladies um and gay men, handsome he's hot so handsome, uh, very handsome just if i need <laughs> so to just handsome. fill in a little color commentary he's a very good looking man so guys, that still means, still means no dick pics, guys. Okay. Um, but ladies, if you're single, you might want to hit up the hot Swedish med student. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get um, back into the show because we are going long. Yeah, we're going long today. Um, Elliot got the janitor to be Dr. Reed. That was so funny. And you know what's so funny is that Neil, uh, the, the, the janitor, is he's, he has being a janitor so in his blood that he, he gets distracted by a smudge on the window. The janitor is actually into cleaning. Like he, it, like you said, it's so in his blood. Yes, he cannot he, hold his performance as a doctor together because he sees a smudge on the window. <laughs> he takes out the spray on it. No, he has a little spray in his pocket and he sprays it. Yeah, that's his pocket. That's his pocket washer. <laughs> that was really funny. He got the little airport. The airport container pocket spray thing. Um, what about um, when I, uh, Juliana Margulies and I are having sex on the table and then Ted pops up? Did we win? <laughs> He's been knocked out the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what was the chest, back, and face hair? What was that? Oh, the tattoo. I we we cut to I've got yeah that's her. what it was that's what it was. that looked really real by the way they did a good job they did a great job it was on your chest and then yeah. it was her back and then on her back you had her hair yeah so on your chest it was her face yeah and on the back it was her hair yeah that like was you so could, funny like it wasn't enough that you had her on the on your front she was like no they got to know that from it's me from the back too yeah I want you to put and the by hair. the way that put work would have taken like weeks and weeks. that would take months are you kidding me <laughs> months. Because it has to line up with the front, too. I the guess hair was, had to line up because when I you know. turn around. <laughs> it was amazing. I guess it was a decal because I, I remember it, it, it. 
I don't remember it being a um, somebody painting you. Right. I mean, first of all, that would have been really, really hard, and it looked great. So it was a decal, but it looked good. It didn't look fake. Um, what what's this? Hey, there's no pie here. Was that the Todd? No. I feel what I, is shit, I need to remember to write down who said that. I well, I, 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 listen, I I watched this one when, when we did the Richard Kind one. So it's with been the a same here. So it's been a second too. I wrote down, hey, there's no pie here. I don't remember what that is. And then I wrote down, I fear I've said too much. I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, it's Richard Kine. Richard Kine. So Richard Kine is brought into the room to talk to Turk by Carla. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. Because that's right. she wants him to admit that Turk is a good surgeon and that the reason why he sued was because he was an asshole. Yeah. Right? So, so the line is, hey, wait a minute. There's no pie here. And so Turk is in the room and he's like, wait a second. I see what this is. You're trying to freaking intimidate me. You really think that's going to work? Seriously, is there no pie? <laughs> he goes, you know, he goes, he goes, he goes, you think that's going to work? Seriously, is there no pie? Yeah, because he was, <laughs> he, she lured him with pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he says something. He goes, I fear I've said too much. Yeah, well, that's after he said that it's, it's after he says that he was a you know because he was good at tennis people had to hang out with him the thing is nobody likes him right because he's kind of a jerk he's a jerk but when they play tennis with him he has something that people admire and people want to see and so that makes them for however long it is that he's playing tennis with them on the same level because he's got that rocket and so, serve right and so carla's like so you did this you tortured my husband because, you know, you wanted to, because you feel, I forget what her exact words are, but then he says at the end of what she says, I, I feel like I've said too much because yeah. he divulges way too much information right. about why he, why he put Turk through all right, of this. Right. You know, this episode is about women, strong women saving the day. Yes. You know, Carla, um, uh, Jordan and Elliot all save the day. It's also about women uh, being on the same side of each other, like yes. you know, and and you know, if if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna stand for something, stand with stand with someone. You know what I mean? Who Written stands by for the Deb same Fordham? Thing. We should point nice. out stand with somebody who stands for the same things that you stand for. And this episode's about you know, uh, woman power and how you know. It's about so many things, how it's unequal in the workplace, how it's, you know, this episode in, it's really talks about a lot of the things that are going on right now and how disrespected women are in the world, period. And, you know, we address, it's crazy that we've been addressing this for so long. And it seems like 10 years from now, we'll have the same conversation again. You know, it's the same well, conversation. Hopefully there's steps forward, you know? Ab I mean, absolutely. But it's like, it's, it, 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 it gets frustrating. You know what I mean? You, we, we, it took us the whole episode to get there. And now that we're here, it's like, dang, man, this is still a conversation that we have to have. And we'll probably have it later on. Just like racial equality is the same. We'll have this conversation 10 years from now. We'll have all of this 10 years from now. Hopefully, like you said, we'll, we will have taken steps forward. Uh, but, you know, this is just a reminder that this is an issue in the world that needs to be dealt with. And it's taking way too long. Yep. I agree with you, Donald Faison. There's that great quote. Who said that? Oh, it's it. 
It's uh, it's Martin Luther King Jr. I just um, looked it up because you were making me think of this quote: "The arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice." You know, I I wonder what the whole thing was between Jordan and Juliana Margulies' character because at the end they go at it uh, Kill Bill style. Yeah, they do the Kill Bill fantasy thing. And I wonder what the importance of that was in this storyline when you're showing such badass women. Well, they're showing because at the time, Kill Bill was like, Uma Thurman was like such a badass. So it was like, we're going to have Jordan be the ultimate badass woman and save JD from this abusive relationship. Right. And then, and then to pay her off, he has to uh, break in her jeans. Right. That's a, and then he smacks his ass yeah. over and over again. Those jeans were so tight. Um, and then we end with the tiny versions of us, which I had forgotten. It was really cute. Us as kids is cute. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we did it, Donald Faison. I did. We ran long. This is almost a two-hour episode, yeah, buddy. Yeah, we gave you a long one. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget to mark your calendars for the live the 26th. show. Is the 26th. Um, we'll be on Drew Barrymore tomorrow. And we're going to be on Drew Barrymore tomorrow on the CBS Network. All right, guys, we love you. A five, six, Here's seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, Here's a story that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our scrubs. We watch show with Zach and Dono. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.